Welcome to the Event Tech Podcast, where we explore the ever-evolving world of event technology every week. This show is brought to you by Endless Events, the event AV company that doesn't suck. Now, let's talk tech. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Event Tech Podcast. That man over there is the whole... Brant Kruger. And that guy over there is the lively Will Curran. Ooh, that actually is accurate, I think. Yeah, so. <laughs> for the most part. I love it. I love it. Well, um, we decided to have a little bit of a different episode going on right now. Um, as you guys have may have noticed that uh, we've been kind of absent for a, a short period of time or a long period of time, depending on how many episodes we were able to <laughs> fill in in the meantime. Um, but we felt uh, necessary to kind of give a what has every what has Brant and Will been up to each individually and catch up? What's interesting, I think, about this podcast is we um, Brant and I have been kind of staying in touch and being really, really busy. But we also probably are going to use this as a chance to catch up and hear what we've been up to too. So you're literally going to hear like the conversation of us catching up live on the podcast and what we've been <laughs> up to and all the things that we like. So uh, consider this the kickoff to uh, season. 17 of whatever <laughs> Ventec podcast we're on now but uh yeah Brent I'm, I'm I'm happy to have you back and I'm excited that uh we finally got a little bit of a breathing moment to start recording again well I don't I mean nothing's been going on this year I mean it's just yeah, nothing it's, at all. it's just been an ordinary year just like you know the one before yeah. and the one before that so really totally, it's, yeah. it's all like it's we all said good. in our predictions you know it's just an iterative year this year you know and yeah. you know not much big changing in event technology you know, and the, the, right. you know I mean if you go back and you listen to those episodes really carefully i clearly said that there was going to be a global pandemic and we were all <laughs> going to go into lockdown you might not remember that and i mean i mean you don't have to go back and look just trust me on that i mean just it's you're just gonna have to trust me that in in our predictions episode i definitely called uh global and, pandemic and that this was be... gonna be the year that virtual events were gonna like you know become the number one thing right yeah. like we, yeah. the, we stopped thinking about in-person events those are the years of past nailed it <laughs> <laughs> That's obviously sarcasm for anyone who doesn't know us well enough at that at this point. But uh, no, yeah, totally. I think we never predicted that this would have happened. And I think that's one reason why we got very, very busy, too, is that like the industry very much needed you and I to kind of jump in and do our part in trying to help out. Like not that we were like the saviors in any sort of way over here, my God. But uh, definitely we got very, very busy very, very fast. And I think that we were both not prepared for it in any sort of way. No, no. And, and that's kind of why I thought it would be a good idea to catch up a little bit because I think it's worth telling the stories a little bit about what happened uh, in those early days uh, for both of us and both of our organizations and, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, what we've, what literally what we've been doing all summer <laughs> as, we, as we do this <laughs> stuff, because, you know, the podcast uh, it was, it has been and always been a lot of fun uh, for, for both of us. And, um, but, you know, early, you know, you know, February, late February, early March, um, into, you know, the, the, the first part of the spring and summer, uh, as this thing started to look serious, you know, I, like everybody else in our industry, just saw all of my in-person events vaporize over the course of Poof, two weeks. Me too. I yeah. mean, literally two weeks. It went from like, oh, there went one. Oh, no. And then they were all gone. <laughs> and yeah. it was, and I mean, and like a lot of people in this industry, I was like, holy, meep. Um, you know, as we, you know, as what am I going to do? You know, what am I going to do with my 
life <laughs> and and started to make plans of like uh you know what's my emergency backup here you know is it you know well i think i could work at home depot i like i like you know i like tools and things <laughs> i can um, move in with my friend you know no big right, deal right he's right. got a second bedroom um and uh you know and and my wife got furloughed you know from from yeah. her job and so you know it was it was serious times like it was for a lot of people um, and, uh, you know, my, as, as, as a lot of, you know, I had this relationship going with the event leadership Institute, uh, and I had been teaching technical meeting and event production. We've talked about it on, on this podcast. Um, and you know, they were kind of like, Hey, we think this, you know, we think this online thing could be big. Um, you know, it seems like, <laughs> seems like a lot of people are having to move their events online. You know, do you want to put together a course for us? And so uh, it was literally like, yeah, sure. Okay. And, but it was like, it was, uh, I, I've, my metaphor is a mixed metaphor, but it's a good one. It's, uh, it's like getting shot out of a cannon and then building an airplane. Um, because <laughs> we literally put together a full six week course in about eight weeks, um, you know, from, so we were releasing, you know, getting it to the editor and stuff, you know, a week ahead of when it needed to be released. Um, in an effort to try and put together the most comprehensive, like, course that I could on how to do this stuff um, online. And it's, it's proven to be very popular. <laughs> like, like I said, who knew, uh, you know, that it was going to be, uh, you know, a thing. Um, and it's been a, a magnificent experience. I mean, just for me to be able to be there with folks, you know, a during those dark times, but then also kind of, as we've started to get our you know, get our footing, get our sea legs sure. underneath us and, and to, you know, start to, you know, help people bring their events online. Um, and it's been it's fascinating to watch. I mean, just the, you know, the waves of, of how this has worked that, you know, there was kind of the June events that they postponed to September, hoping it would all be done. Um, yeah. And then, you know, as we got closer into July and August, and it's like, no, September is not going to be done. No, no, no. And so then there was so there was the wave of people that had to bring their their events online in June uh, and July. And then there was a second wave, you know, of, of the September wave that they thought they were done. And now I, it looks like there's kind of this next wave, which is funny because we talk about the pandemic being in waves. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, there's this next wave of the November, December's. Of the folks oh, really? that thought that they so, would be so, done, right? That's interesting. And I, I would have thought that this is like the wave of the people who realize like this is long term. I need to like invest in this for my life. Well, and that's just it. And so then we're, the people who were the Junes, the Mays and Junes, they're now starting to get into their second events. You know, if, if you know if they yeah. if they did more than an annual event, they're getting into their second, third, fourth, and fifth events actually at this point. Wow. Um, and so it's been it's been fascinating to watch. And then combine that with there was. And this is where we can bring bring you in and what, what you've been you know doing in, in the summer here is combine that with just an awful lot of people going, I just need someone to hop on a phone call. You know, I just I yeah. don't know what I'm doing here. You know, can you please just hop on a phone call? And so the consulting side of the world has just blown up of just, you know, trying sure. to help people in their design strategies and, you know, how do we, you know, platform searches and all of this kind of stuff, stuff that we've been talking about, you know, on this show in the context of event apps. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And now we're applying all of the same things, all of the same rules to to platforms. And so I'll use that as an opportunity now to kind of bounce it over to you and, and, and tell folks what you guys have been up to uh, at Endless, because it's it's a, to a certain extent kind of a similar story. Yeah, yeah. I, for me, it was um, I, I definitely um, on the education side, I think it was a 
for me, it was more so at the beginning was like, hey, yeah, do you want to do a webinar? Hey, do you want to do a webinar? And then it was like every single day I was doing webinars <laughs> right. yes. for every organization on like what to do from there. Um, but yeah, like for us, it was same same kind of concept too. You know, like we had been starting to focus on like doing live stream live streams and some of the technologies that go into virtual events. But, you know, we got we got lucky that in like, you know, March, um, because my trip to Belgium got canceled, like I was like, oh, this is like real like this this is an event that said they would never cancel canceled so this is going to change and rock the industry and we kind of just doubled down really hard on it um and you know along the while was just like hey let's educate people and that's part of kind of our inbound process but what we realized very quickly is that we got really really busy it started off with the kind of the the hey can i just pick your brain like every single person just grasping out saying like i know will knows technology he can help me um and same with every staff member within our company but then very very quickly became hey, we need to just give you our event. Can you just do this all for us? And, you know, I think we, we got lucky and like we, the event brew crew makes fun of me all the time because like I'm, we're, we're so busy with all the work that we have that like we're just so opportune and so lucky that we actually are growing more than we were pre-COVID. Um, so we've been just trying to capture all the opportunities that we can help as many people as possible. And really over the last couple months, it's, you know, we've seen a shift in our business that used to be that, you know, the technology companies were the ones that you called last. You had the venue, you had the catering, you had all your content solidified, all the branding, all the signage, everything. And then now I'm going to layer in technology. Now it's technology first. So we're literally getting called and people are like, I don't even know if I'm going to have an event. I'm trying to still convince them to, that we need to do an event or, hey, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, but also that because technology touches everything now, it's we need you to do everything for us. So like our whole business is just like seeing a huge transformation when it came to it. So a mix of more clients mixed with doing more for those clients. And it's been really great. In fact, we've, um, you know, I think that one of the best parts about this entire process of what's happened is that it's given me the opportunity to hire people who lost their jobs because of COVID, like really smart people and really incredible people. So we've seen a huge growth amongst our team um, and literally just seen like just a transformative time for our business. And um, yeah, as we are now in October, almost November now, um, I think that is only going to continue to grow. And, you know, there's just so many things exciting happening around technology and, you know, it's it's been really funny, too, because like as much as like I'm all about education and doing as many webinars as possible, Will has made the shift from, hey, like occasional project manager, occasional account executive, like really close to clients to like Will's transformed into like CEO mode basically <laughs> over time. So like a lot of people wonder why they don't see me like as active anymore. It's just like I'm busy as like just trying to manage the company, you know, and um, it's been just it's been really, really great. So. Um, but yeah, definitely there's been a huge transformation amongst our company in the growth and, you know, just trying to stay, trying to keep the company growing and just like also the, all the pains that come with it, all the gains, all the exciting things like that. But anyways, that's just a, that's boring. We'll talk. Well, well talk. I think it's really important to be perfectly honest and, and I don't mean it to be, let's all pat ourselves on the back mode um, because I, I am incredibly thankful and, and that uh, I'm sure. gainfully employed at this point. Uh, yeah, totally, are so many totally. people that aren't. And to that to that point, I, I think I actually have have held you guys up as an example um, because I think a lot of AV and production companies just kind of threw their hands up and were like, "Well, I guess we'll just wait and see, and we'll try and stiff oh, geez, this yeah. out as best we can for a few months." 
Um, yeah, terrifying. And, and then suddenly tried to be like, oh, crap, this isn't going away. We need to start getting into live streaming. We need to build a studio. We need to carve out some area of our warehouse space and build a studio. And, you know, I think what I what I like to, to to have said about what you did at Endless is that you guys were proactive about it like you know what you know you you said it was a lot of people calling you but you know I also got the vibe that you were actively reaching out to your clients saying what can we do That's true, yeah. and you know let us help you as opposed to oh you're you're okay you're canceling your event okay great well let us know you know which unfortunately I think a lot of folks did and I think the same kind of thing unfortunately also happened to a certain extent on the planner side that there was this, there was this idea that well, if we if if that if our only choice is to go online, then we're just going to wait. And I literally heard about a planner who got let go just recently because she was resisting oh, wow. bringing their events online. She's just like, I'm just not going to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it. And they're like, well, then bye. See ya. I mean, that's that's wow. you know that's where unfortunately some people have been so dug in um, on it's in person or nothing that um, you know that unfortunately they're 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 missing the boat. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think that, you know, I definitely think it's this like time of evolution, right? Like I hate to use the P word that everyone overuses in, in 2020, but does you know, it rhyme like, with I, divot? <laughs> no, I'm talking oh. about diverticulitis. Come oh, on. Okay. My, my um, mistake. My mistake. <laughs> uh, but no, I think that like, it was definitely this thing that like we, as you said, that people that we have to start to look at, it, you know, in the beginning it was all about like, Hey, let's make mistakes. Let's get our hands dirty. Let's like learn new things. And then now the, we're seeing the second evolution, the improvements and the, the second wave of like, okay, everyone who made mistakes is now smarter and knows how to do it better. But the thing is, if you haven't made the mistakes, you haven't learned those lessons yet right, on there right. too. And, and, and what's been interesting to me too, I've noticed is that like, you know, that, that the, t everything is condensed right now. Like the time is condensed, the, the, the ability for to be lots of people to do things like I've noticed, like even in the hiring market, like if you're doing virtual events right now, you are in demand. Like you, you know, like the people that are that you need to learn from are busy. The people that are executing are busy. Um, this has been very, very interesting how everything's just been seem like condensed. It's like right now we have the coal that's now being compressed into a diamond in a lot of ways. Yes, I, I totally agree. But what's interesting to me is that on my side, I, I feel like I'm starting to see things uncompress a little bit. So, yeah. you know, as people, again, that those kind of waves of like the first there was the June holy crap wave, then there was the September holy crap wave. And so the folks that were that, that got through their June holy crap wave are now looking at their January, February events. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've got bids out that on a couple different like January, February things, which like, OK, that's a much more normal. It's October. Yeah, timeline. It's yeah, October it's, it's, as we're recording. Yeah, it's this. not like a hey, right. like you have two weeks. Right. to play. Like we had we've had like two months to plan like events that normally you have two years to plan. Like, exactly. Right? Exactly. And so so my hope is that, again, once we've gotten out of the these initial stages, um, the, the phrase that kind of keeps rattling around in my head that's that's coming up on on in, in interviews and webinars and things like that is, is getting past the getting by. Uh, mm. stage. So, you know, how do we get past the getting by? You know, how do we get past the idea that this is a temporary thing? It may be a temporary thing, but it's never going back to exactly the way that it was. Yeah, no, no, and no. if you think that it is, you're lying to yourself. So, you know, we have to move past getting by and get back to 
producing good events and where wherever they may be online in person hybrid uh you know wherever they are we need to start going back to high production value and delivering delivering value to your attendees it's you know all of these things and so like literally like week one practically class one or of 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 the course that that i did with eli was like uh, you know, goals and objectives, you know, you got to go back to goals and like now is the perfect time to go back to goals and objectives because sure. you have to completely rethink how you're doing your event. So, you know, if you have to do it anyway, now's a perfect time to kind of start from scratch, go back to the goals and objectives of your group. It's kind of, it's, it's like Brant bingo or the Brant drinking game. <laughs> Uh, when I do these things now, it's like every time Brant says goals and objectives, it's yay. For me, it's start with why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, you know, and every time Brant says it depends, uh, you know, that's, that's another one. It's like, well, how much should I charge for my event? Well, it depends, you know, and so how much it's does funny, It's always in that cost? inflection too. Right. That's what that's well, <laughs> it depends, you know, how much should I pay for my event platform? Well, you know, um, and, you know, and then the other, the other one that tends to come up is, is including your stakeholders. And so, I mean, like, those are the things that I'm just bashing over and over and over again to, to, you know, not only the class, but my clients and to take advantage of those opportunities to, to, you know, make our online events or hybrid events or whatever we're planning right now as good as they possibly can be. For sure. I, I think one interesting thing you said too um, is this idea that like, yeah, focusing on goals and objectives. I remember at the beginning of COVID, we started pushing strategy really hard because we knew this was the time to start talking strategy, you know, everything like that. And everyone kept saying, like, I don't have time to dedicate three <laughs> right. days of my team to like build out a full event strategy. What can you do in two hours? And I'm like, well, I can like, I not much, but I can at least try to give you something, right? right. I'll give you at least a conversation. I can bill you um, for two hours. Yeah, exactly. Basically, <laughs> but they, but it was funny that like I said that I said that, and people were like I don't have time, but like right now in October, this is the perfect time I think to book out like a strategy session during those two weeks that are leading up to Christmas. That no one's putting on events two weeks leading up to Christmas, you know, holidays time. Like that's your time. Let's spend three days building out your whole strategy for next year. You know, like, yeah, if your event's in December, like, don't do strategy. But, like, if your event's even in January, I think that even if you are building a strategy for future years and you already have your event and you need to start working on your event now, like, I think that this is, like, the perfect time to take that break to start thinking about your, like, technology strategy across the board, too. Because, like, I had a client, for example, they were like, hey, we need more data to give sponsors about like what specific documents they clicked on what pages of you I want to see the timeline of every specific attendee I said okay well that's important if that's part of your strategy that changes the whole technological conversation about what integrates it also changes your staffing too because like you know if you're doing that maybe I might recommend like embedding HubSpot across all the pages so you can get all that data well endless is not gonna be the ones who implement HubSpot for you you need a HubSpot person then for that, right? And like it, it, like it trickles all across the board. And I think that, like you said, like you have to start thinking goals, objectives, but also like right now in Q4 2020, you got to start doing it now for ready for the next year. So. Absolutely. And, and involving all the stakeholders. So not just your internal stakeholders, but your attendees mm -hmm. and your exhibitors. You know, I, I was just seeing articles recently about how exhibitors hate the new online world. And I just can't help but wonder, did you know, were they included in the process or did you just say, here's our online offering? Do you want to pay ten thousand dollars for a virtual yeah. booth that doesn't exist and you can you can slap your logo on it, but it'll otherwise look exactly the same as all of the rest of them? Congratulations, <laughs> you're done. 
you know, yeah. you know, how, how much are they being involved in the process? How much are they being involved in, um, you know, the, the deciding what data is going to be collected and how it's going to be collected, how much of that data are you offering them? It's again, all about value. You know, it's all about figuring out what is the value for the attendees and what is the value for your, for your exhibitors and internal stakeholders as well. For sure. I feel like this episode might turn into like a, what are all the it next has couple somewhat, episodes that we're going to do? It? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, I, it's no I like this. just so. us catching up. But well, yeah. the, honestly, but this is, yeah. the, Will, this, in all seriousness, this is what all of my conversations have been. This is catching up, right? You know, it's, yeah. you know, with, with, with my friends and coworkers, uh, you know, uh, former coworkers in, in, and, and the folks that I know in the industry, this is how we spend our phone calls. And, you know, sometimes there's beer involved, but it's, <laughs> you know, for the, for the most part, we're all just picking each other's brains and, you know, and figuring out best practices. You know, I, I was really blessed uh, to have fallen in with the folks that were playing with this stuff 10 years ago. Sure. You know, you know, I think about like, you know, uh, uh, you know, people like Rude and Tahira, you know, like Rude Janssen from, you know, Event Model Generation. It's that I hope I got that right. Event Design you know, Canvas. Event Design Canvas. Um, yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's the company and then there's the canvas. Yeah, yeah and, and so, then yeah. Event Design Collective. Right. Rude, you yeah. know I love you. Happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> um, the, you know, and Tahira, you know, all of the folks that I really know in the industry from a ways back, mm -hmm. we were all playing with this stuff. Early sure. on, you know, it was the event camp series and, and Mike McCallan, um, you know, those guys were all working on hybrid events 10 sure. years ago. And what's funny to me is that it, it just kind of languished there. Like, you know, it was like, it, you know, <laughs> at most, you know, we were pretty bleeding edge at the time, uh, you know, tr literally trying to figure out how do we mix like audio mix four Skype machines to four different locations so that it's not feeding back because it didn't yeah. have what Zoom has. Mix minus. Yeah, trying to figure out how to mix minus that crap. And um, jargon jail, mix minus is when you're sending the mix, <laughs> uh, the mix of the audio in the room minus their microphone, right? So minus their input. So that prevents the feedback going online. So it's the mix minus them. Um, and... You know, so, but then it, like I said, there was just no advancement for 10 years. It's like, you yeah, know, totally. well, what's, what's the next thing? Well, then it went to Google Hangouts and, you know, so they were using Google Hangouts for live streaming. Um, and there were folks that were really good at live streaming that if you wanted to live stream, you would bring them in, but it didn't seem like there was much playing around with hybrid. Yeah, you know, totally. even though I was I was speaking on it at conferences, you know, like this is how you do hybrid events. People are like, great, thanks. Thanks for the info, pal. <laughs> Thanks for the info that I'm not going to use for many years from exactly. now. Exactly. Right. And and so now we're being forced to, right? And yeah. so in, in in a way, you know, obviously there's a lot of tragedy surrounding, you know, this year and 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 the number of people that have died and and all that kind of stuff, but and and people who've lost jobs uh, in our industry and and are, you know, scraping by, but as an industry, I think we're going to come out stronger because oh, it's for sure. forcing us to advance. And it's that age old humanity thing of like out of our darkest times, you know, we, we somehow come out stronger. Um, and I think we will do so in the industry as well because we're being forced to advance like 30 years into the future of for where sure. we would have gotten if we were just going to keep inching along like we were doing before. 
I was mentioning this to someone yesterday is that like I've always felt like the events industry has always been like one step behind technologically that like because we're so prone to like Murphy's Law and wanting to make sure everything's rock solid as possible we're also afraid to adopt new technologies we love looking at it and go ooing on about you know VR and the, the like transparent screens and stuff that we talk about all the time in this show but then like the second you say all right let's do it they're like uh well I'm not willing to invest in it or I'm not willing to risk it you know let's just go with the rock solid option and I feel like this is pushed the industry into yeah, let's saying, just do a three-day conference where we go from eight hours a day in or sorry i didn't mean to interrupt yeah yeah, but that's, yeah like, no yeah it yeah, always just seems right. to rock back to the three-day conference eight hours a day totally. plus a you know a, a mixer in the evening and <laughs> and then maybe a party the last night sorry go totally ahead. like yeah so we're you know we're always like one step behind technology but this like pushed us to say like if you don't know how to work remote if you don't know how to set up a web page and you don't understand some basics about what looks good on live streaming like you're going to fall behind in some ways. But like, it, I think that it very much so pushed us as an industry to like make what we've been talking about on these shows for so long and that we consider, like we jokingly say like nerd talk and things like that. But like, this is now like event tech. Like I feel like in just what's happened, like so many event tech conversations have popped up and people are like, oh yeah, event tech isn't just the, th the thing you stick in the corner of the trade show. Now it's like the biggest thing. Like I wonder what, uh, now think about it, like when what IMAX, if it was in physical form this year, which it wasn't, what would it have looked like? Do you think that event tech would have been like front and center or like in the middle? Like, you know what I mean? Like would it have been the back corner that only had a couple of small booths, like it used to be. Would it be like totally huge? Like you, you, you would see like event Moby and 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 all the platforms just towering. I think unfortunately it would only because you know the little insights that I have in how expos are yeah. done. You know, most of that stuff gets chosen the year before. So like booth position. Oh, good point. You know, they. Well, let's say they know, chose immediately. Yeah, let's say they yeah. chose immediately. Then it would probably would have changed, right? <laughs> That's right. a good yeah, point. Though. Yeah, I mean, if if they had the ability to do so, I think absolutely. Or you would have seen people upgrade their presence for for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, well, you know, I, on that on that topic, it just popped into my head that I, I've been jokingly saying that because everybody did the p word. Um, the, um, it's been, it's started to become easier to keep track of the event technology companies that haven't added a video chat aspect. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, literally, like I can, st I can name them off the top of my head. The ones that like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, they didn't. And, and what's, it, what was interesting to me is I was talking to one of the registration companies, uh, that didn't, they just said, you know what? We're a registration company. We're not going to try. Um, they saw an initial dip. Um, but people still need registration companies. And, mm -hmm. and I spoke to them in, in July uh, or maybe afterwards. And they were like, yeah, our July was actually exactly where we thought our projections were. I mean, like, n like nothing changed for them. They didn't feel the need to rush out and do a, you know, kind of naked cash grab on, uh, on and now we do it now with virtual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally virtual O's. <laughs> virtual O's. That's a good point. Now too. with more sugar. Uh, I will be curious. We should do like a state of like the the market too at some point, and like yeah, where everybody's been at, and like who's gone up, who's gone down, like that sort of thing too. Um, when it comes to, it. I have a feeling we're probably going to want to also bring back our uh, our our uh, review style process that we were, we were starting to to move down eventually. I've you um, know I've continued to work with that you know as uh, in the class you know people are dying to learn more about platforms, but I also can't have it be a salesy thing sales of sales of right well the question is are these platforms even going to care to even come on like I've that's struggled that, with that. we're, we're doing an episode yeah. on like like the how busy these platforms are like some of them like they just don't even care they like they don't even want to give you a demo unless you're like ready to give them money right now like yep. they're just like oh whatever you know um the, there's do, there's been a lot of that and 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 it's and and it's, it's unfortunate 
let me see how I can say this diplomatically. Um, <laughs> the, the, I, I think it's being perceived as a naked cash grab, but honestly, yeah. what I think is happening is they are artificially limiting their customer base because they're at max capacity. For sure. So, so we're seeing some inflated prices, and I think it's yeah. more just like, uh, how much does that cost? Uh, I don't know, three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, okay. You you want to do that? Okay, great. Uh, let's 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 go ahead and do that then. You know, totally. because we we've started see, we started seeing those things where it was like it's a two thousand person event over three days with you know combination of live and semi live. Three hundred thousand dollars. Like what? Yeah. Whoa, 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 what? Yeah. Like, you know, and normally been, for an event yeah. app for that would have been like yeah, like ten k or twenty k right. maybe. Yeah, exactly. Like normally. Um, and even even some of the incumbents, you know, pre March, that probably would have been in that range. You know, of actual yeah. like online platforms, probably would have been twenty, thirty grand. And I don't think it is a naked cash grab. I think it's honestly they don't have the capacity. Oh yeah, you have to like supply yeah. and demand, right? Yeah. Like as supply goes down and demand goes up, right? Price goes up, right? Like I mean, like not to like sorry if if anyone who's like I understand economics. <laughs> okay, well, come I get on. it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> well, I for everyone who knows I failed macroeconomics twice and microeconomics I got a D in, so um I'm but, the, but you're not struggling with it. It's okay. It's no. Okay. No, it's you, okay. you got the fundamentals I, I, I got down the there. basics of it down. But here's what's but interesting don't give me to me. Is, no formulas. No formulas. <laughs> okay, no formulas, I promise. The you know what's what's interesting to me is I think that's just going to drive those planners, the planners that like I, I don't have 30 300,000. dollars What do you I got? Yeah. I got like 20 at best. Right. Yeah. It's going to drive those into the 200, 300 other recent uh, platforms, the recent the converts, newbies. The re, yeah, the newbies, um, which for good or for ill. Right. You know, so, you know, the, the danger of that is, is they find somebody that they really like and it works really well. And so they're not coming back to you, Mr. 300,000 platform, uh, you know, because, you know, hey, I found somebody who's willing to do it and they're going to get probably better customer service as well, so because they're going to, you know, the, the newbies are going to be hungry to hungry to please. That's true. That's so true. Um, should we, um, what did I say? It rhymes with diverticulitis. Should we piverticulitis our way into a conversation about miscellaneous technology updates from yes, ourselves? Yes, I have a, I have like a that? huge one. Ooh, okay. Yes, okay. So I, I, he, I teased, he teased me a little. Yeah. He teased me. Should I say what I said that triggered you to say this or should I? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Because uh, oh, okay. then I'll get I'll get prepped here. Well, I we get in trouble that like if Will starts just talking about gen generic tech that doesn't really relate to the events industry, I get uh, yelled at by the editor. So I will make this very, very brief. But I did up. I did have the Fold 1 and I on day one, I got the Fold 2. So I've been really happy with it. This phone's even better. So I would 100% recommend this phone to everybody. Um, so yeah, th I thought that was just kind of a cool update to to share with everybody in terms of one of my favorite new pieces of tech. But Brant had something that I said that, and he was like, "Oh, I, I'm gonna wait till the show to tell you." So now I'm really curious what this is. So. I've uh, I've joined the evil empire. Oh no way! Oh, Brant went Apple. Oh my God, he's holding up an iPhone. Is it a 12 or an no? 11? No, it's just it's the 11. Ooh, man. Um, so I, I can, I'll, I'll tell this, you know, it, it is not, it is not event tech related. <laughs> it's not event tech related. It's actually family related. So I'll give you the, cool. abbre the abbreviated uh, version of it is that I really, really, really did not like how Google handed, handled the transition of my uh, teenager uh, from Ooh. being under the age of 13 to over the age of 13. Oh, um, interesting. So, that, it's, so it's all based on the, the Child oh, wow. Protection Act and, you know, Googly is data. And I've always known Googly is data, is data right? It's all about the data. Um, so literally when your kid turns 13, it shuts off. You, they, you've got a choice. Uh, 
they can either stay on the like family, you know, where you can, uh, you can set their screen time and you know, all that kind of stuff. So the family link, you can stay on it or you can shut it all off. There is no middle ground. Oh. And so literally like, you know, I, 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 I trust, I trust my 13 year old. I think she's really smart, but you know, uh, she's still a teenager and I want to be able to set her screen time and just say, yeah. you know, okay, after a certain number of time, it shuts off. And, you know, maybe I don't want to open up the full open internet. You know, I want to throttle yeah. it down to at least, you know, try and blank out the porno sites and stuff like that, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. you know? And so literally those are the only two choices is it, and, and, and if so you can't you do stay, like individual filters of you know, each person, if you stay on the family plan, they treat you as a 12 year old. Oh, so she can like only look at YouTube kids. Right. You know, like exactly. that sort of thing. And so, so as wow. far, if, if you stay on the family plan, uh, being able to, you know, be able to monitor all of that stuff and handle all that stuff, um, they treat you, Google will then treat you as a 12 year old. And so you can't do YouTube, can't do YouTube music. Which they're they you oh, know wow. they're getting rid of Google Play Music and they're yeah. so I went on this longer than I intended but the the long and the short of it is those are your two options is your child is a twelve year old forever or they're a fully fledged member of the internet I've and there's noticed nothing that. in between or you have to go to a third party like nanny nanny cam uh, you know software or something I might I might be like taking a bit of a stretch in how this relates to the events industry but I mean like I think in general technology has this thing that people don't realize that there's always these unintended consequences of like how something gets designed and how it works individually for that user and that how every user has a totally different experience based on their hyper specific context being brought into the conversation too like um, you know for for me I would never care about that, right? I don't have kids. Right. Yeah. I don't like, you know, like maybe when I do have kids, that will get fixed by them. But like for you, that literally caused you to leave a whole ecosystem, mm -hmm. invest all your money in a feature that also I'm sure they're not really going to fix anything. It was, soon, it was right? slimy too. Like it was, it was kind of slimy. They, they best, they left it up to the kid. So like basically, oh wow! So like, they get like an email notification yeah, saying you're yeah. now 13. Like yep. congratulations. Exactly. And then, and then, it, and it was very not clear. It's like, you'll be given the choice. Uh, to either stay on your parents' plan or go out on your own. Click here to find out more. And you click here to find out more, and you're in now in the process of separating yourself. Oh, interesting. And wow, so, that's and the, crazy. And so the, the first question that they then ask you is, would you like to remove the maturity filters? So what, oh, you know, wow. what 13-year-old boy isn't going to be like, hell yeah! Yeah, you know? totally. And so, so it, interesting. Yeah, and, and then you're, you're in it at that point. You are in the process of separating yourself from your family plan. I wonder um, if things will evolve and change. Yeah. And they, it really pissed done, like, me off. Yeah. Oh, they sound. I would yeah. be hundred percent pissed off too. Like, I wonder if it will change now that like they've uh, they've done this G Suite rebrand and uh, Google Workplace now it's called. I think. Um, and I'm wondering if it'll change. Maybe like Google will get smart and realize that like Apple's moving to this like whole one ecosystem and it's all about the ecosystem. Like there probably needs to be like Google Family, which is like the equivalent yeah. of G Suite, but. I don't know, maybe it's like 30 bucks a month for rather than $30 per user per month or whatever it is. Well, and this is the last thing that I'll say on it is that, you know, I've always very much wanted to have a foot in every platform. And so, uh, you know, I had a Windows uh, Surface tablet. I had, you know, my Mac uh, desktops. I had a Mac uh, laptop. I, I have, we, we used iPads because, you know, the, the Android tablets are crap. Um, yeah, and totally. so the, that was honestly, that was their downfall is that I knew how good the family uh, parameters were on Apple. 
you know, yeah, it wasn't sure. perfect. They're glitchy. You know, I mean, no, nothing's perfect, but I knew that they worked. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, and so, uh, you know, and I knew that they weren't going to ask me to turn them off, you know, when, because she tur already turned 13. So, you know, I knew that they were still functioning and that I could still granularly say what I wanted her to do. So anyway, I, I moved, I moved Very the neat. whole, the whole family over. Um, and it's, it's even longer story than that, believe it or not, but it, <laughs> you know, uh, take offline that take that one offline, <laughs> you know, but you know, and, and I've never been, it's, it, for me, it is not religion, right? It's, it's, it's technology. It's, 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 mm -hmm. you know, I, I want the technology that's going to work best for me and my family. And, and so for that's, sure. that's where we wound up. So the question is when she turns 18, will you go back to Google? <laughs> well, we got two of them too. So, so. yeah, true. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Eighteen, honestly, and then, yeah. Honestly, if it was closer to sixteen, even you know, but yeah. you know, there's there's a huge maturity level difference between you know thirteen and even sixteen. So it's yeah, totally. Well, it's I think interesting too. Yeah, and we'll, we can talk yeah. yep, further yep, about yep. it. But yeah, I think I think like permissions based stuff is really really important now too. Like 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 the amount of like granularity people are looking for now. Like, and I think that because people are used to these systems on the consumer end of like having this granularity control that like event professionals and I think even event tech companies are listening is like, that's also, I don't think like, because that's that expectation so high, be prepared that that expectation is going to roll into your platform to your video conferencing software, all those things like that as well. But you know, Google and Apple are billion, billion dollar companies who like literally families and all these things are really important to them. For some of these platforms, it's gonna—they're not billion-billion-dollar companies. So just be prepared, I think, too, like for the slow adoption of the granularity of control and uh, talk about data and everything like that. I think we're gonna have to do a whole episode <laughs> about data. I know way more about data protection, which uh, oh, I'm a, sure. A quick update is that we built a data protection arm of our company now. I know way too much about GDPR and legal laws and everything like around it, but I think there's some cool stuff I can educate um, and share with the rest of the group too. What 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 other crazy cool technological things have it have for you? I haven't really honestly had much at all. I pretty much haven't left my apartment in like six months. I've been playing around with, uh, you, you, you and I were talking about this before we started recording. Um, I, I'm frequently trying to find how far down the shelf on Amazon I can go and still get a quality because, you know, not everybody can afford the, the Heil microphones and things like that, that we're <laughs> using, you know, but at the same time, you know, the, the AirPods sound like crap, you know, can we find something in between? AirPods and Heil. And so I, you know, I bought probably $300 worth of USB headsets, uh, you know, all about ranging between 20 and 60 bucks, um, trying to find, and, and honestly, it's a business expense. And I, I don't mean that in any flippant way, because, you know, my clients are wanting to know, what yeah. can I send my speakers? What's the right? go you know, kit? What, yeah, what's, you know? yeah, what's the go kit? Exactly. And there's there's so much interest in that of like, what can we do, but I don't have a massive budget. And, and you can put together a really good kit for 500 bucks. Um, mm -hmm. But what can you put together for 100 bucks? And so we might have to do an episode on that of like, maybe the, the low, medium mm -hmm. and high. Of, I'm ready for the high. Kits. I've been like, I've been yeah. splurging on high end stuff and uh, like my, my, my camera setup and everything yeah. like that. Now I actually just uh, got a new uh, like main rig video camera and I've, like the one I've been waiting for for, I don't know if I ever talked about ca cameras at all, but I got my a seven S three finally, which I'm just super stoked for, but I'm excited to hear like the, the, the good stuff. That's the bargain bin. Cause the, the problem is like a lot, there, there's always this hard mix between bargain bin and people are like, yeah, this is really good. It's only 20 bucks. And I'm like, but I don't, 
understand if you know audio quality. Like, you know what <laughs> right, I mean? Like, right. you, I would trust your your opinion on it because you really, you catch audio quality stuff. You catch you catch audio quality problems with our podcast that I don't even catch. You know, like, and that and that's the thing I think I'm excited to hear about too is that, yeah, like how far down, like how far down the bin can you go? Because like I understand the high-end stuff. You Google right. best camera, that's going to fire, but you can never look like best camera bang for your buck good, or whatever it is. And, yeah, good enough or whatever what's, it is. What's the good enough camera? Well, I've been, yeah, I've been slowly working on my, let me see if I can do this. I'll just, the podcast you won't be able to hear it, but I've been working on I never studio. get to see this yeah. thing. You've been talking about this yeah. over to the left. Studio, like, wow. studio B has been, been this, in, in, in ooh, progress. It's looking um, good. So it's getting there. And what you uh, can't see, because the camera's not going to be able to get past uh, my, my screen and stuff here. Um, so basically what, what I'm showing Will is I've got, I've got, you know, big square lights and camera on tripod and all that kind of stuff, as opposed mm -hmm. to my, uh, my little webcam that we're doing to do this thing. Um, but I've got pull down green screen, uh, behind it. So I can nice. pull, pull down. I've been actually been playing a lot with live keying, but the problem is if it's not perfect, I, I can't, I don't, I don't it's like so the, hard to do. I don't yeah, like virtual uh, backgrounds. Like the virtual backgrounds in Zoom drive me Zoom. nuts. Oh, terrible. And, and, and you'd think a bald head would be good for it, but it actually, it, it it's almost it gets like a wavy it it it, it gets like the jiggly oh, it, edges it starts ch cutting into your yeah, head yeah yeah because it's a reflection it's like that's yeah. one of the hardest well that's parts. exactly yeah. it yeah the, the, yeah the green off the green screen is reflecting off the back of my head and so it's just trying <laughs> the to back do, of your head is ridiculous right? and no matter how i rearrange my lights i can't do that and then behind that i've just got like a you know life touch high school backdrop you know gray thing <laughs> Um, which people, everyone keeps calling me out. They're like, like I saw a uh, Nick Borelli and he's just like, yeah, cool backdrop, bro. Like my kids Let's, just got the same one. You for know, prom. Kind of yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, totally. For the high school, uh, like, ID picture. Well, but you know, I what am I, I going to get the bricks or the, you know, the, the wood slat or, you know, I just wanted something, I wanted something generic that wasn't. I'll, I'll help you out. I'll, I'll share you the places to go to get the video backgrounds that everybody uses. All right. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. I love so, it. So yeah, well, I mean, I've been working. So I've been working. That's been kind of my focus on technology is cool. is not only improving my high end, you know, and that's the other thing is that you know, Will and I have been we've been working on our studios for more than since March, right? You yeah, know, for and sure. So yeah. we're a little ahead of the game in that aspect as far as you know, audio quality and video quality and things like that. But which is why, honestly, I'm fascinated by the low end and the medium end mm -hmm. of like what can we do to help our you know, help our clients and help our partners and to be able to send something out that's basically disposable. You yeah, know, if we totally. get it back, great. If it's not, no big deal, you know. And honestly, sometimes we spend more than that on centerpieces. So like, <laughs> sure. let's, you know, let's let's take some of that budget that we were, was going to go for, for really nice centerpieces for the final, you know, awards night and use those to make 37 go kits, yep. you know, that we can we can just buy on Amazon, send it to our speakers and say, we don't want to see it again. Just just keep it. And then your Zoom yeah. calls will look amazing. Definitely, definitely. I'm really excited, I think, for all the future topics that we're going to come up with. I'm my yeah. brain swirling with all these ideas. Like, I thought about, like, hey, we can talk about, there's so much news coming around technology now, too. Like, we obviously love covering the news over here, but I think there's going to be some really, really good stuff that, that comes out of this, for sure, that we, we just have, we've collected in our brains over the last couple of months, and now we're ready to, to unleash Spe to the world. Spew it all out again. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, poosh. <laughs> well, should we, uh, should we take this one home, shall we, Brant? Yeah, we can wrap it up. Um, I, I, I want to I tease a little bit that in addition mm -hmm. to coming back to the podcast, it probably won't be until uh, the end of October, early November, uh, just because I got to get some stuff out the door. Um, but I am starting up a new uh, kind of more Q&A based uh, mm -hmm. show. 
um, you know, that's, uh, that's going to be a little bit more somewhere in between a podcast and a webinar. I don't know what to call it yet, other than I actually a was able to get a Potomar, uh, a cast, uh, a, 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 a cast, cast. No, uh, uh, <laughs> wait, web what if we, what if we combine a, web, a webinar <laughs> and a podcast and we call it a webcast? Wait, no. Uh. Wait. <laughs> It's something that I've been mulling around. What, one of the things that I've really, I, I don't mean to go on about the class, but it's literally been dominating my life for the last six months. So it is a, sure. a huge part of my life. I'm not trying to plug it. Um, but what I've really enjoyed about that is basically every week I'm doing an hour to an hour and a half of almost pure Q, Q&A. So cool. um, and I, I, I enjoy that way more than I should. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, because it's just, it's just spitballing. It's like, it's helping. I feel like it really, you know, it's helping people with their issues, um, mm -hmm. helping people think through things. And so I want to bring that to the larger community. And so, um, it, I, it's, it's, I, yeah, I'll hold off on what we're going to call it, but it's basically yeah, just know that that's yeah. percolating. It's something that I, I want to do. I, you know, I'd love to have you on it if we can as of often course. as possible, because I, I really do like this idea of bringing people together to just solve problems and totally. answering My questions. And, and it'll probably just get released, you know, casually as podcast or YouTube, but that won't be the main, main function of it. I it'll be it. more like that's just Come how live. it gets released if you feel like yeah. watching it later. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm excited for it. I think that like there's so much Q&A and like it's it's very interesting too as I've done webinars that like I'm, you know, I'm starting to talk 2021 stuff, big strategy stuff, like really crazy topics and the questions I get, I'm like, okay, you need a will Q&A session for something totally like this is a different webinar, you know, so yeah. I, I'm excited. I think a lot of people will find value in that. So stay tuned everybody for that one for sure. We'll, we'll definitely, it's easy, it's easy. Like to your point, well, it's like, it's yeah. easy. And when you're doing those, you suddenly find a topic that like, oh man, we could spend an hour on that. And boom, that's you know? how and like, then, that okay, right, that's, so, yeah. that, so that's what we'll do next time is we'll spend an hour on that. So definitely, I think, definitely. I think that, I think there's a lot of, a lot of fun that can be had doing that. Definitely, definitely. So stay tuned to that. Well, I'm pretty sure Brant will share it here first. So stay, stay tuned, everybody, for that one. It's going to be really, really good. So I'm um, excited for it. Well, um, we'd love to know from everybody who's listening right now, um, what has your last couple of months been like? Give us a shoot, shoot us an email, eventtechpodcast.helloendless. Say hello. We'd love to see you guys and love talking to you guys. We'd love to hear from you. And then also, you know, let us know now moving forward. What sort of topics do you want to see? What sort of stuff are you wanting to pick our brains about? We'd love to hear from you as well. Well, Brant, any final fleeting thoughts? I don't think so. I mean, it's it's good to be back. Uh, you know, I missed you. Uh, I missed uh, I missed doing this. Um, it was something that kind of had to be done. You know, like yeah, you totally. say, you know, both of us just had to had to focus on on other things for a while. And uh, you know, in retrospect, I honestly don't know how I could have kept up doing weekly podcasts. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, during during <laughs> during all of that, like looking back, it's like. Yeah, that was probably the right decision to just kind of take <laughs> take a little break from that. So, uh, but I did, like I said, I did miss, I did miss it. I do miss uh, all of you all out there, and I miss you too, Will. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's good to, good to be back in the saddle. Good to be back. Good to be back. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Vent Tech Podcast. Do all the fun things. Rate, review, subscribe, click the bell, the click ring the, the bell, ring the ring the doodle, ring, ring the doodle. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll see you guys all next week right back here on the Event Tech Podcast. Event Tech back. 
Thanks again for listening to the Event Tech Podcast. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, be sure to head to eventtechpodcast.com and leave us a comment about this week's episode. We'll see you next week on the Event Tech Podcast.